0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of YALA! Man, I think this is the one of the longest uh, breaks... In, no, not say breaks, like, like no uploads... Oh, fuck, what am I saying? This is the longest number... Num- fuck, longest amount of time between two consecutive podcasts in recent times for us, if that yeah. made any sense at all.
1: And, then, and, then, and your, your gaff shows how long it's been really We really yeah. haven't done this in so long <laughs> that we've forgotten how to introduce ourselves. <laughs> Today is Saturday. The last podcast we did was earlier this week on Monday. Uh, I think,
0: yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting week, I guess. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, interesting week. Uh, I mean, just in terms week ish, yeah, week plus. Yeah, because uh, I, I think think we can just chronologically run through what this past week ish has been for us. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So so on a very high level, towards the end of the elections which was around early July, yeah. uh, The a conversation between Narell King and Xiaxuei blew up online. Uh, and they both were kind of like coming from opposing sides and it seemed like they were making progress by having a private WhatsApp conversation. Narelle shared some screenshots. It blew up because Xiaxuei said they were selective. Siashui said shared the whole thread and they went at it on social media. And then it just seemed like they were further apart than when they started. So then after that, we talked about it on a podcast mm. and then we also stayed on the podcast. It would be cool to talk to Xia and Narel on our podcast about the issue. So we got Xia Shui in yeah. and then three days later we got Xia in, we released the podcast Then three days later we brought Norel King in yeah. and in parallel with all that, I guess uh, Xia Shui has been in the news a lot because um, I guess the, the movement to cancel her yeah. has taken shape. Uh, she got dropped by, uh, by, by brands, a few shows and she released a cancel culture video and a few days ago, in the middle of this week. And today, news came out that she has that
1: lawsuit against uh, uh, for POHA against the person who was harassing her online. She's filed a protection against online harassment, which is more than just a lawsuit, right? It is pretty much, it is almost like a, it's a criminal, yeah, order. it's a restraining order, almost like a digital restraining order to stop uh, people from harassing you online, uh. So yeah. uh yeah, it's been a very active week. But but even even more than that, like before the Siash thing, we also had a chance to appear on the OK Let's Go podcast. Ah, uh yes, which you correctly. I think you failed to mention. But actually to me that that really started a whole whirlwind of a week uh, of like <laughs> not only uh, recording <laughs> our own podcast, but also appearing on someone else's podcast. And this is the number one podcast in Singapore that is listened to yeah. two out of three uh, Malays in Singapore, right? Yeah, and so yeah, it was it was pretty interesting because we sat down for almost three hours, and uh, for the first two hours it felt like yeah like it was about of Funny, but the third hour became like almost like us uh, interviewing them, almost huh? right? Because I about I know, their controversy uh, about a month ago
0: uh, yeah, about yeah. them being accused for misogyny and chauvinism.
1: Yeah, because if you go to any other of their podcasts, they have guests. Usually, the third hour there's a Q and A. Then they ask the fans yeah. to ask the guests. Whereas ours zero Q and A. We just Went straight into the uh, talking to them about their the whole scandal and everything. Uh.
0: Be- because according to some commenters in the past few days, which we will get into, we are a failing channel. Mm, yeah. Ministry of Funny is a failing channel. So ouch. there's no one who wants to ask us questions, dude. Yeah, ouch,
1: ouch. But, but okay, but but, <laughs> but first first things first is like um, how how have you how has your mental health been through this past week? Uh? Just just in uh, terms I'm... of like talking about the podcast and the, the, the feedback you're getting and all.
0: Yeah, I, I guess the, the 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 disclaimer there is that after we released the Siashua and Narel podcast, we got a lot of feedback from friends, from people on our, our on our subreddit, on Instagram and not all of them were positive like mm, right? yeah. so, so I mean I would say my mental health, th- thankfully it wasn't overwhelming enough to make me go like, oh my god. But it has made me think. Mm-hmm. It has made me think. Which is why we also took a longer period of time to process everything, yeah. even though it seems we are silent, which you know now is almost criminal. Yeah. Uh, because we wanted to just address that on today's episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I think the, a lot of people were thinking that we've been very quiet on uh whether it was on uh, on in terms of releasing new podcasts or very quiet on the subreddit that we're on. But it's actually because We've been recording podcasts. We've been reading a lot of comments. We've been getting a lot of DMs from people, you know, uh, whether it's support or, or against what we're doing. And uh, yeah, it's just been a very interesting uh, time for all of us. Uh, in terms of uh, obviously the podcast now is, especially after the elections, also uh, a lot more people are listening to it. So we get a lot more feedback. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's it's good. Uh, it's interesting data points for us in terms of understanding. Uh, you know how you guys are processing what we are, we're talking about and things like that lah. so we, we thought yeah. since we just had such a crazy week and we've, we haven't had this right, really sit down and just the two of us talking on a podcast as per regular programming let's just spend yeah. the first half of this podcast just talking through the week and, and sort of dissecting what has happened since lah, right
0: yeah, correct. And I mean, just to give a little plug, uh, because of all the traction our podcast has got recently, we, are, we I think we are currently like uh, like number five in the past week mm. in in on the top hundred podcasts on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if, uh, if you do enjoy this podcast, previous podcast, if you could help tell just one person, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, now back back to the program.
1: But yeah, so we uh let's just go through chronologically a little bit like This Oshaya Share, Niall King thing. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. what was your immediate thoughts after the whole the 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 podcast with Sheella in terms of uh after you talked to her and then after it was released and and then you got the feedback from people and all
0: i mean I would say after the podcast, I actually really enjoyed the podcast um and I thought there was some point she highlighted which articulated her stan- uh, her stance. I think certain things we talked about we asked her also made her think mm-hmm. um so i was I was quite happy and okay so. And, and after the podcast came out, when it started to become polarizing, that's when I was thinking, hmm, okay, could we have done it better? Could we could we have done it this way, that way? And I would Wait, say it's been... What do you mean been...
1: polarizing? Though? Like how, 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 how did the podcast become polarizing?
0: So, okay, there were a lot of people who liked it. They said it was a mature discussion. They liked uh, how we didn't just vilify her immediately. We actually just let her uh, articulate her thoughts and we, we asked some things, some uncomfortable questions and all that. But mm. uh, I also got certain uh, comments just calling me like a disgrace to minorities. <laughs> uh, d- uh, uh, disgusting to see Harish Telani a person of colour give a, p- uh, a p- Disgusting to see Harish Telani a person of colour a platform to voice more bullshit. You could have had someone like Pretty Please or Subash Music but chose to go so- with someone who's unapologetically racist and makes a living blah blah blah. Do better for God's sake. Can you can don't I c- see a single person of Sorry, huh? go on, go on. Go on, go on. One. Yeah, and that that thread on our Instagram post uh, with Joshua has quite a lot, like And I think some people
1: were saying. Wait, they so that that was that used just to be a fan. To clarify, that was an actual comment on our Instagram post. Oh right? yeah, yeah, an actual so, comment. So yeah. we posted a picture, a selfie we took with Joshua, and that was actually one of the comments amongst uh, many others that also uh, from various accounts calling calling you out, like basically for your. For, for being a person of colour and not and not standing up to this racist right? That's what that's what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because
0: I think okay, so that's where just to caveat also when, when we decided to bring Xia on and Norel on, when we got Syashwe on, we didn't know whether Norel would be willing to come on. Uh because I think uh we locked uh Syashwe down for a podcast slot before Norel. Mm. Uh so we yeah, we just had it. but our goal was always to bring both of them on. Yeah. And I mean, there have been podcasts in the past where I will admit, I think this was when we called it The Mushroom and we had a guest uh, before and I think I got a little too cornering la, to the point where it felt like an interrogation. Mm. Uh, and I and I will admit I was pushing him to a corner which after that, just talking to Terrence and just looking at some of the podcasters that I admire like Joe Rogan, I mean, the, when it becomes adversarial, that kind of defeats the purpose that we set this out to, to pursue. Mm. So, our approach was all okay. We will engage them in a conversation, treat them like humans, even though there's a lot of reasons why not to or get angry, and actually engage them in a conversation. Yeah. So, so would you would you agree that that was what you were thinking also?
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, first first thing I want to say also, I'm very offended that I'm not identified as a person of color, cause in no lah, you are just <laughs> transparent. In right? America, in America, I would be considered a person of color for some reason. In Singapore, suddenly, that doesn't apply to me lah, but. <laughs> But 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 seriously, yeah la, I think the um a lot of people they get angry first. Uh, firstly, we hadn't we hadn't put out the Narelle podcast or made an announcement about it because yeah, we were literally still trying to organise it la, right? And and and, and yeah. so people were already jumping to the conclusion that we wanted to only give Xiaxia a platform to air her views and, and not the other side la. So so that I felt like okay, you guys are jumping way ahead of the bandwagon and and and. Calling us like enablers and all that too soon, and then secondly, yeah. it's like um, <laughs> you know the the whole. I think the whole idea of what she was talking about in cancel culture, that was the thing, right? Because here we were, her, here we were, just trying to talk to her, and then people were asking us, "How come you never questioned her about the tweets that she made ten years ago and all that?" And I think we've said almost unequivocally, like many many times, that we. We don't, we don't, we don't like it that people are pulling up tweets from ten years ago and things like that, like right? So obviously that wasn't something I wanted to focus on either. I wanted to focus more on what was the how the conf, what how the conflict between her and her happened and and like and how they actually resolved it, like. And I felt like I learned something from both sides when I, when we spoke to them. So so it's just that's yeah. just our um, that's the objectives we had in mind in getting on board. It wasn't about cornering her and then making her apologize, whatever, cause. At the end of the day, even if we do that, right, then what's the point? Because that will be just, we just, she'll feel like she's being forced in a corner by two, two uh two men, you know, in a, in a, in a moth's room. And, and like, like, what was the point of forcing her in a corner like that? So if anything, you want to talk to her and just get her, her honest views and see if she wants to apologise, right?
0: Yeah, no, because, I mean, okay, so, so just to, to quote certain comments we got on our Reddit, yeah. um, was, uh let's see, uh, uh let's see, I think it was... I'm surprised at how little you guys even pushed back on some of the stuff she said. Uh, mm. Someone said, I don't have balls. And <laughs> I was really, really disappointed with how you guys almost gave her being Siashua free reign to say whatever with barely any pushback beyond surface level on what she was saying and the severity of what she said in her tweets. But mm. I guess that's where... I mean, yeah, like like what you said, we we wanted to just engage in them. And if... I mean, <laughs> to, to me, that also will will make it, we'll, we'll, I mean, okay, The our approach was we wanted to do something that we feel, maybe is not done enough, la. Mm. sit down with people that you don't really like, yep. uh, or you don't, or sit down with people who
1: have said stuff you don't like. Or, the, or and don't, actually, don't agree with, just even if you just don't agree, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, the point, even for me la, now, looking, at, I, I will agree, part of me was like, fuck, should I, should I have really like, been more emotional and been more that one, but, then I can't see how that would be constructive. Mm. Uh, And the reason why, and I was just messaging one of my friends today, uh, to me, okay, like right now, there's a lot of, uh, people are very, uh, how you say, emotional and and passionate about their causes, which is great. But almost, I I think it almost seems the case that the more passionate you are about your cause, the more passionate the other side becomes about their cause. Mm. And then you be labeled as like, just based on your cause. Mm. Whereas, the approach that I personally wanted to take, and I don't know if it's the same for you, but okay, like Siashweh clearly has very different views from me, but maybe it might be, it might be worthwhile. It's going to be a long term game, mm. and this is where when Narelle said, you know, like um, uh, she believes that you know people should be able to change quickly, and of course I'm paraphrasing, yep. not saying that she said that, paraphrasing, but people need to change quickly. If they don't, then it's pointless, mm. So, so I feel like the approach we were trying to take is that okay. I'm pretty sure Siashweh is now more open to hearing us out mm. because we managed to have a debate. we want to get her on future podcasts, and to me, it's a long-term way of I mean helping her understand where we are coming from, yeah. and her under- and us understanding where she's coming from. Yeah. So that's why when I read comments I like, that, why didn't you push back? I mean, I, am I in the authority to say what you what you did? Yeah, like uh, certain things she said, yeah, clearly racist, which she also said on the podcast, right?
1: Yeah I mean she didn't apologize, but she said she knows they were wrong. And she feels bad about them, la, right? And and if, yeah. if you were in the room at that point of time, I think I mentioned this to Narelle, so if you were in the room at that point in time, you would also be probably be feeling that it was quite sincere la, on her part. She wasn't saying it just yeah. to please anyone, la, right? Yeah.
0: and And I guess, okay, so also for me, if you really wanna understand someone, you need to you need to let them bring their guard down, la, mm, right? Mm, mm. And not to say being manipulative or or anything or shady or sneaky. I genuinely believe that people always act in for certain reasons. La, yeah. Everyone acts as a sum of everything they've experienced in the past. Yeah. So it feels like if we were to corner them, then it'll just become like I don't know, like another left versus right debate. And I don't even yeah. feel I'm fully informed on all the the philosophies of the left and how to debate uh r- more right leaning viewpoints. Like. Yeah.
1: So I mean the some of the like some of the comments were were also just pointing out that yeah, you know, like, Ministry of Funny, like a channel that is dying and stuff like that. They like, failing, failing, failing. failing. failing, failing like, yeah, failing. I think we should print out yeah. a this a failing channel. And then we need uh-huh. uh, I mean don't know whether I was referencing Xia or us, but yeah they sometimes some need to do this kind of drastic things to bump <laughs> up the views, <laughs> yeah, right? So I mean the the honest truth is we weren't even like a certain how many people, how people will receive the podcast and everything. From the feedback I got was that people enjoyed the discussion because it felt like it wasn't just another YouTube video being shoved down their throats. It was like, mm. you know, we could ask a question and then see Xia xie, how she reacts to the question. And people were actually saying Xia xie seemed very well prepared and she's pretty well spoken and all that, right? And that also yeah. surprised a lot of people about Xia because they used to think that Xia was this uh brainless influencer bimbo who doesn't read anything, who just spouts hate speech or whatever. Then they listen to the podcast and realise, oh okay, she does, you know, read up and whether right or wrong, she does try to find ways to back up what she says la Which also added more substance to the person. La. And and I felt that, that was that was good because it, it enables you to see beyond just what the person you know, beyond the caricatures of what a person is la. like you don't just think the person's a bimbo and everything like that. But you actually see that there's some you know, that there is some depth behind the person. And to me, that was like... Yeah, I mean, it's a big win. La. It's a big win for, for everyone who listens to podcasts and society in general. La. <laughs> no, but you do realise now, I think... If someone if the general uh, internet had to
0: place us on a spectrum of right versus left, right, I think we would be on the right, no? (laughs) Which I also feel like how the fuck (laughs) did that happen? Yeah. Who you vote
1: for? Who you vote for? Spit it out. Who Who do you vote vote for?
0: Because I mean, okay, one thing one thing that that also makes me think is like, okay, like now the DMs and all we're getting, uh, and I mean like not the DMs we're getting also are kind of like, you know, Jordan Peterson videos and all that. I'm like, no, I, I don't I don't buy into the right wing. I'm still left leaning. I just want to have conversations with people on the opposite uh on the opposite side lah. So mm. now I mean I really did feel that this week like am I am I doing a disservice to all my Indian brethren yeah. and sisters? Am I am I a disgraceful Indian? Am I a disgraceful minority? Yeah. So again it makes me feel so like yeah I mean there's so many things we have spoken about against racism mm. but you're almost defined on your last action which is also defined in a very narrow sliver of what that action entails. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had Xiaxue on our podcast means we support her. Yeah. But we also had Narelle and I would imagine, so this is where I'm curious also for the listeners, did it, did we come across as more on the side of Xiaxue as opposed to more on the side of Narelle? But, but, but close,
1: before, we, but before we go to that, why don't you talk a bit about yeah. the Narelle podcast as well, right? Because yeah. I think, I think uh so yeah, basically what happened was like we, even after the Xiaxue podcast came out, we were still, yeah. then I think we uh, reached out to Narelle, right? And then mm. we managed to arrange something quite quickly. Uh, yeah. So Narelle had a chance to also listen to Xie on podcast. And uh, yeah, so she also had a bit of so-called prep time, if anything, to come to, before she came to talk to us. La. But uh, yeah. overall, how do you think that podcast uh, was for you?
0: I mean, I think by the end of it, um, I can tell that Narelle is super passionate about what she believes in, which is mm. great, you know, and very sincere about her beliefs. But I was kind of confused by a lot of her beliefs mm. and how they almost, some of it almost seemed contradictory. Mm, mm. Like, which, like, what, which, uh, like an example? Yeah. So, for example, I mean, at some point she was saying that okay, the the belief of, um, her and a lot of people from her generation, which again I must put a disclaimer because uh, I think. Uh, I, I think there was some feedback about how our labels of genera- generations it's always like yeah. Wendy is boomer yeah. Narelle is millennial yeah. and everything so I mean we didn't mean to do that so yeah. if that came across uh, yeah we didn't mean to but she she Narelle was saying that you know there's the, there's the belief that if there's something toxic in your life you know there's something you don't agree with ideology, ideo, ideologically you don't need to subscribe to it mm-hmm. right um, and then on the other end she talks about inclusiveness and including people on the fringes outside so then I'm like, um, are they are they kind of the same thing, and are you doing one thing, um, and not really doing the other? Because if you want to talk about not prescribing to people that you disagree with, I mean, in some way they are on the fringes, right? Yeah. So then you're kind of picking which fringe people are on, which to me I was like, uh, yeah, wait, what? Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, for yeah, uh, I I agree that It was uh, speaking to Narelle probably was a bit. Uh, it was a bit less free-flowing. I think some people made the observation also that it felt more like a formal interview, right? Yeah, we yeah, to Narelle, yeah. It's like, you'll ask a question then she'll come at your answer. Mm-hmm. We ask a question, come at your answer. Um, but one thing that I really felt like I really learned was that uh, mm-hmm. because I was very focused on well, how come Sasha and narel were in this position where they could have come together and resolved this argument somehow and then they come out with a, you know beautiful press press release together holding hands or something <laughs> and then there'll be like doves and rainbows in the background like
0: the Kim Jong-un Trump handshake <laughs> exactly, like, yeah, I, of, like, I was walking
1: think, looking at plants I thought that that would <laughs> should have happened but it didn't happen I was and I was so curious why so the thing that really hit me was that uh as much as everyone says Noel's a snake and all that right the truth is the the 100 truth I believe la is that Norel does not see Xiaoxia as a friend they are really not friends, you know, in spite of how however many hours they work together, all that. There there is zero friendship in that case. La. And and I but, think it was reinforced by a lot of things she said about if you're not if we're not ideologically on the same page, we're not friends, la, you know? And and so and, and it appeared it, so it hit me that there is this generational difference, la, maybe where where I don't know, my generation, your generation or what when we spend a lot of time together working and stuff like that inevitably you start to see each other as friends or uh. you accept that okay because we uh, share these experiences they are would friends you, uh. w-
0: Would you say that? would you say that everyone you spend a lot of time with is your friend?
1: Uh not friends but definitely someone that I would uh think twice about posting online if I disagree with them on something la. I would if anything I would reach out to them first or what law I, no, so I wouldn't I how did, how did,
0: how, did how, how did the realization that Yashael wasn't uh Norrell wasn't considering and her friend affect your perception? No, because people are saying you, was Yeah, the, people yeah.
1: were saying like she's such a snake because, you know, like they you're connected on WhatsApp and then like sending hearts and all that kind of stuff to each other already. It's almost like mm. it's you're meant to lay your arms down and everything. But I don't think that was what that process was like. It wasn't two friends coming together and, and, and talking through their differences or what lor. It's just really two people just putting ideas out there and then letting them clash. But not, not still not coming to a, any decision or any or any realization that the relationship might be more important than than this clash of ideas, uh.
0: I guess maybe in a world where you can connect with anyone, right? Mm. It maybe the benchmark or the th- threshold to consider someone a friend is higher. Mm. Because during our time, how often could you just connect with people or meet new people, right? Yeah. So everyone you meet, it was almost this implicit belief that oh shit, she's my friend. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, I mean, I still, I still, um. I still w- wouldn't say that everyone I've worked with is a friend and I wouldn't say that everyone i work worked with is someone I would want to have a confrontation with.
1: No, no, I mean, like, like, I, I don't drag it out to everyone. But I'm saying, yeah. the fact that Xia Xie, I think she regarded, she regarded mm-hmm. Narelle as a friend. She said, all right, you have my number, all these things, you see. So I see, I so see. that's what I mean by uh, Narelle was, I think she made it very clear to me in this case that yeah, It's not. Uh, they're not friends, and she never saw it mm. as two friends coming together, to talk about something. So, so then she doesn't see it as being a snake, ah, Because I never said we're friends, you know. Basically, yeah. So then,
0: like, are we friends with
1: Narelle? <laughs> That's a question at the end of the <laughs> podcast. I was like, hey, you, I mean by coincidence, by coincidence, we didn't even take yeah. a selfie with Narelle after that. We took yeah. a selfie with Siashie. We totally forgot. And we yeah. totally forgot to take a selfie with Narelle, and and I mean. Say what you want about us being forgetful or what, but maybe, but in some sense or so, I don't know if it's our subconscious talking about, so oh, are we a, friends? We're not friends yet. We can't take it, a selfie together. <laughs>
0: so it was just a transactional meeting? It wasn't any seeds of friendship sowed.
1: Yeah, basically. What? The, was, it was a clash of ideas, and after that, we go our separate ways again. Like. But so I mean, like, I, would you regard <laughs> would you regard Narelle as a friend having spoken to her for three hours on the podcast? I would. Yeah, so I, I, would, would. I would. I would totally, like, anyone that I sit down with three hours, I would say, oh, I got a friend. I got a, a friend, friend who this. I got this friend. I got this friend. But the thing is, I'm not sure if they say that, Narelle would say the same thing. Ah. But oh so, my god. Narelle, please, yeah, let us know in the subreddit so, if we, are, so if I we wonder, are friends. I wonder
0: if, if Jameis Lim considers Vivian B his friend. Probably, right? No.
1: I, Actually, these yeah. are colleagues. I think more than, more than modern friends are uh, the way they look at each other it was more than friends uh. yeah,
0: <laughs> see yeah, like, yeah, this definition is it is quite interesting because even last time, like if I had a, a someone from work that I didn't even know and I was telling them about to to some telling someone else about them, I would say yeah a, a, a someone from work, but yeah, like yeah. I don't know, like Noreella, if you're listening to this, are we friends? are we friends <laughs> are we friends
1: well <laughs> no, you yeah, see you see that you see that, that generational divide. <laughs> la, there is a possibility. Yeah, that Narelle doesn't see us as a friend
0: or No, but okay, right. in terms of the the perspectives yeah. or like like did you you said you learn a lot from talking to Narelle, and I did too. Yeah. But it was maybe less about her beliefs as opposed to her how her how she kind of operates in some sense. Yeah. And almost giving like I mean there are a lot of people who are on social media I see they post this, they post that. Uh and I mean yeah, she she also gave me some insight into like her personality online versus her personality in person, Because mm-hmm. I only met her briefly at events, but I never spoken down to talk, uh, spoken and talked to, spoke, sat down and spoken with her. Same with Yashree. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, so her ideas, I think, uh, I she's she's obviously she's read a lot. Like you know, she she mentions a lot of terms and everything that uh we've we've seen used in in whether in left wing or right wing kind of th- of things, and, and and she can also point out flaws in stuff that Xue says, lah. But uh. Yeah, la, just just in terms of as a person cohesively, everything, there were some contradictions that I I've I uh yeah, la, that left me a bit like, hmm, okay, is this so yeah, is this so is this is it this person s- the the same person that we think is this person la, right? So
0: did you feel the urge to question more and and poke more?
1: Um during the podcast? I think I mentioned that she was she's very articulate, you know, and and she's able to put the points together. Uh, no,
0: but I'm, I'm saying during the podcast when yeah, she yeah. Brought, uh, brought those things up. So, so, yeah. yeah,
1: so I wanted to, probably I, I wanted to ask more, but at the same time, uh, I kind of knew that I would be a little confused by the answers. Lah. So <laughs> it's, it's also maybe incumbent on on me also, or, or us to also try to understand a bit more of of that side. And, lah, right?
0: and and i and i guess i mean get
1: better at maybe asking questions that
0: probe so that mm. so one of my friends told me this that uh, i thought was a was a nice way of uh uh thinking about the podcast like mm. he was telling me that okay when he listened to uh, both podcasts the Yashrew one he really enjoyed it but the mm. Narelle one he also did feel that we could poke more like. Then i was like yeah but you know our point is not not to really interrogate people is to engage them but he said yeah but you got to realize right your listeners are giving you an uh, like 100 minutes of their time mm-hmm. you know mm. 100 minutes of their time and like it's it would be nice if they come away like with some new perspective or or being able to listen to the questions that they would ask if they were in the same position or they would like to ask not that mm. they would ask because i mm. think not many people want a confrontation so that just made me think a bit like okay we do have a platform we are yep. peop- getting people in and yeah maybe Maybe, yeah, we 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 also need to uh, improve and get better at maybe pushing people in a way that's not adversarial, mm. but also clearing up the questions we have. Because if we have those questions, chances are the people listening also might have those questions, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and uh, I mean, just because a lot of people, I think their first experience with Yalabad has been this Siashir podcast and subsequently the <laughs> yeah. Norel King podcast. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Harish, we got to do this episode where it's just you and me talking because this is actually yeah. what regular programming is, lah. Whereas yeah. this podcast where everything comes together where it's this week where Sesha is being you know being hammered by the left and then the is being hammered by the right and then they were both on our podcast in the same week and then and then like we also happen to be appear and okay, let's go and be the first ones to ask them about their scandal and everything. it was just like this kind of storm doesn't happen often even the next <laughs> I think even the next interviews that we're planning to have the the, the people won't be as timely it won't be the, it won't be as like in the news as Sashi and Narelle are right now. La. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so to me, it's like, um, you yeah know, I mean, of course, there's a lot more things that probably we could have and should have done. But at the same time, you know, it's uh, we're also grappling with a lot of different things, a lot of different moving parts in terms of the news and what people are saying and all that at the same time. La.
0: You 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 sure it's not just stemming from insecurity of people saying that it felt more like a Sashir
1: podcast than a Yalabad podcast? Oh, yeah, la, yeah. La. I, we did get a comment that some people are like, <laughs> I rather just watch Cia's cancel like, culture what? video because what? because that she's she's basically said everything that we discuss in nineteen minutes. But that's our whole point. Yeah. The, the, I think, <laughs> yeah. and, and I think there's something that I learned from the, Okay, Let's Go podcast. They they said outright that you know like it's a lot of times it's when you are in the in a podcast listening to it all that the audio it's a it's a I mean I can't find a nicer word for immersive, it. Immersive. Like, uh, it's a year sex experience. Uh. It's a year. Year orgasm. Year orgasm, orgasm experience. Ear orgasm. You're meant to sink in, you're meant to let your ears just go with the flow and everything. And that's why I think a conversation between people is, is much easier to, to, to settle in a state than watching a YouTube video where, you know, the edits and the cuts and you don't know if it flashes with the angles. So, it, yes, if you want to learn, you can very quickly go and watch a YouTube video. But if you also want it to be something that helps you relax but also think about things, I think uh, podcasts can be a very good platform
0: yeah, and also I mean her cancer culture video. Yeah, I don't think she memorized the whole thing. Yeah. She may have done it in spurts. So I mean, yeah, like I I, I think a conversation always helps. Maybe yeah. in future we could I don't know. Like uh, people have asked us in the past, can we do like uh, answering questions on the fly and all that? We might consider that, or maybe if we know ahead of time, yeah. we might just just put it out there. And I mean, if you guys would be up for that, that we can consider that if yeah. we're getting some really some really interesting guests on. Yeah, but um, I mean one thing that that also struck me, okay, two things that struck me from the two podcasts was, there were people who messaged me, especially for the Xia one, uh, saying mm. that, um, okay, the f- the first few minutes listening to it already made their blood boil mm. and they want to get better at listening to people's other people's perspectives but they can't. <laughs> so that's where I'm like, I really hope that person ended up listening to the whole podcast because, yeah. If you especially because that podcast also I I listened to it, the intro part was a bit like cringy. Like, I, I think <laughs> you know, we don't normally have guests. Mm-hmm. So I think my intro skills suck. Uh so so I don't know how Syashu and Narel felt. But yeah, if you listen to a podcast or if you read a, a post and you immediately form a judgment, then to me that's that's part of the problem. La, yeah. Because that's 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 ultimately causing so many issues now where people are just labelled on like a, a one second or one post which is Terrible man. Yeah. And then the other thing was, I'm still getting uh, like pings from friends and like some comments who either really side with Joshua or really side with Narelle. And when I say mm. side, it just says they they relate more or they enjoyed that podcast more or they agreed more. Which to me is also it feels like the the blue black white gold dress. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, so I think I think. But um, just just question other uh, the so in terms of these people pinging you or that how old are they? Just just.
0: I mean, personally, the people who are pinging me are my friends, so Mm. mid-30s. But the people on Instagram, um, I would think it's generally what our MOF demographic is. is like 24 to 35, and Mm. same goes with Reddit, I think.
1: Got it, got it. Understand.
0: Yeah. I haven't done a breakdown on who sides who with more, and whether there's a correlation
1: with their age and economics uh, status and all that. Which would be cool. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I know for sure is that a lot of people... uh, coming to into interface, I mean coming to see Yalabad for the first time or hear Yalabad for the first time, uh, have done it because of this Siashia podcast lah. Yeah. And um I mean I mean is their loss that they didn't sit through the whole general elections period because I think that was <laughs> you asked me, that was like the you know, that was the high point of like the last few months lah, right for Yalabad when you yeah, were just yeah, yeah every going in there every day. Tuning it. Yeah. So uh I would say if you are still here listening is to yeah give give it more more than just one or two episodes because uh, this is meant to be we've been doing this for very long, and this is this is a sort of a yeah, a step from a step away from the normal stuff that we used to do uh, but but we're still we're still doing our normal thing just that we want to also try and incorporate having more guests on board as well uh. but you do realize that all these new listeners probably think we are we are a voice for the right wing. Uh. Can that's fine. That's and fine.
0: And we and we shit on minorities, and it's utterly disgusting that um, that there's a minority shitting on other minorities. Yeah. Oh, but, but speaking I of me.
1: speaking of shooting and peeing, uh, do you see the Alfian Sa'at's stick down on Sia's on cancel culture? Yeah. I mean, it, I say shit and peeing because he ended it with a big mic drop of like, you know, you if you pee and and when you pee in the and, and if you start. Peeing all over people and start flame wars with other influencers, uh, that's how you make your bed and and you should be happy to sleep in it or something like that, it, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and and I saw a lot of people share it. And I mean, it, the first picture is a is a carousel slide, or uh, whatever on Instagram. And it, his main theme is it's just a backlash and a boycott. Mm. Don't I mean? Okay, can we use the term cancel culture correctly? It's just a backlash and a boycott. Don't make it sound bigger than it is. Yeah. So the gist of it is by. Okay, um, it's not so much the um, like everything that you have done in the past, kind of like uh, it, it's okay. What am I saying? It's so basically, I think he's trying to clarify what he means, what he sees cancel cancel culture as meaning versus boycotts la. Mm. and and that it's not so much that uh that that uh, that brands or that people get cancelled because mm. not everyone who is the target of criticism or the woke crowd gets cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is the is the companies yeah, it's not the 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 brand still needs to make the decision. And he gave the example of Colin Kaepernick, the mm. NFL player who need uh knelt uh during the national anthem play being played at one of the games in protest of uh, police brutality. Yeah. Uh NFL distanced themselves from him. Nike stood by his side. Mm. So Alfian's point is that yeah, it's still there's still one more layer it's not saying that directly the the mob or the the mob or the woke crowd is is responsible for cancel culture. La.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what, what, what right. do you what do you think what do you think of uh cuz I mean not just Alfian. I think uh, a lot of other commentators were going on about cancel culture. Another prominent one was by also a poet, Joshua Yip, who basically mm. is I mean he just says cancel culture has existed since the, you know, the dawn of humanity or whatever lies. Essentially, yeah, la, like businesses, organizations choosing not to work with someone like and a lot of times it's just uh it's a economic decision more than more than anything, like not about morals and all that lah, right?
0: Yeah. So I guess okay, just just looking at this, I think he's trying to say that yeah, uh if a if a brand aligns with your beliefs, mm. they will stand by you. Yeah. If they don't stand by you means that they don't align with your beliefs. Mm. Um I mean I think there's something there, but I also don't think Colin Kaepernick is the best example. Yeah. Um because, okay, Nike is a fucking huge company, mm. right? Um, and when that happened, and when they stood by with uh, Colin Kaepernick, I think there is a stat to show that they may have lost a lot of um, uh, customers, but they gained a lot of customers. Mm-hmm. You know, and and to me, like when you're saying that, if you're saying that brands, are, small brands are also like Nike, where they have the choice... Or maybe even the data to make an informed decision. Mm. I think I don't think that's the best argument because if you're a small brand that even if you believe uh, align your beliefs with Tashree, if you were to side with her and your business is not strong enough to fucking like um, deal with the backlash, right, and kill you, you are gonna have to drop her, right? Like what you said is an economic economic decision, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think uh, the Colin Kaepernick one is a uh, there's a bit more nuances to to that whole issue than just. Oh, you know, uh, you know, someone protesting Black Lives Matter takes a knee, knee and everything. Because the idea is that he is taking he was taking a knee during the uh, the singing of the national anthem, lah, right? And and yeah. I think actually there's a very interesting discussion on this between Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro uh in the in one of the late, in the latest Joe Rogan uh experience podcasts with Ben Shapiro where they actually dissect that whole that whole moment when he dropped the knee. Like um what was he protesting against? Why did he choose to drop a knee? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you drop a knee is deference. Usually, it's, you are deference to some to a king or something as well, right? So, why why yeah. is dropping a knee so bad compared to putting your hand on your chest? La, which is what most Americans do when a national anthem is being played. So, so, there's a lot of discussion about it. What was he actually protesting? Is it police brutality? Police, police brutality, yeah. And, police brutality. and, and what, how was he protesting against it? So, uh, I think there's a lot of nuances there that uh do not apply one to one to Singapore what what is going on with Sia Shia because um I think the one of the things that that uh that that I realized was that everyone that the term cancel culture has no strict definition right now, right? So mm. what Xia Shia is saying versus what Joshua Yip is saying versus what Alfian is saying versus what a lot of people are saying, they all differ in, in different aspects, lah and and there is a there is a spectrum to it of this, how much is someone's been cancelled also. Because uh, to some extent, I mean, the the kind of comments that we are receiving on, on Instagram and all that, right, were... Mm. Do you, did you find some of them quite intimidating in nature? Like they were trying uh, to silence people?
0: Comments on the post, you mean? Not the DMs, right? Yeah, yeah. The comments on the post. Huh? Uh, yeah, I mean... There were some that just went into the same old thing that when I look at it, I'm like, okay, this is going nowhere. And it's just yeah. ping ponging, like, hate. La. And, okay, the thing is, when people make arguments, but if I click on their Instagram profile and they have zero followers, yeah. zero following people, no posts, I'm like,
1: fuck yeah, off. Exactly. Okay. And then, and then, it immediately lose credibility. Yeah. And then, uh, I think a mutual friend of ours, uh, Kate of All Trades, she posted saying, hey, I'm glad you guys, you know, I'm glad you guys uh, did this interview with Sia Shriella. That's all she said. The next yeah. thing, the and next thing, the next she's articulate and smart, like, yeah. yeah the think. Yeah, the yeah. next thing, the next oh, she's quite smart, yeah. Then the next thing, someone comments is like, "Uh, Hey, Kate of all trades, you commented on July 7th that you stand with Raisha. Do you stand by that comment now? <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> shit, right? Like, that means this nameless person with zero <laughs> oh, followers yeah. on Instagram has gone and checked on your Instagram and, and looked through your history. Sort of like, I mean, there is an element of like almost intimidation in this, in this so called, I mean, yeah. mob coming to you. So the uh, you know Alfian's and Joshua's definition does not address that lot of like this angry mob almost like stalking you, stalking your friends, harassing yeah. your friends, and, and I felt like, yeah you know, it's, it's, it's it's too simplistic to just say oh it's just about brands boycotting you and it's and it's just consumers telling the brands not to work with you. It's more than that lah. It's more than yeah. that. Yeah,
0: and and I mean so that's where I like yeah those kind of comments and just going back to Alfian's so thing, I was just googling while we we're talking right yeah. about it, the Colin Kaepernick thing and like I think a year that they stood by him and then they released an ad and Mm. fucking like, they earned like billions in terms of sales and press and publicity and all that. Mm. So, when it comes to big companies, right, I'm always skeptical that they are driven by values. Mm -hmm. You can have some certain certain values and all right, but I am skeptical of like, you know, big corporates doing the right thing because when it comes to big corporates, the right thing, doesn't mean fuck shit lah, most of the time. Yeah. And if you're a company that's that big, you know your customer base. You know your customer base might be left-leaning. It mm-hmm. might have been a very calculated move that they decided we're calling Kaepernick because they have enough data. This is Nike, you know. Mm. A company has been around for fucking long and if you just kind of like simplify it as their oh, because they chose to stand for social justice, I'm a little skeptical of that mm. and I also don't agree with comparing a brand like Nike to a SME in Singapore that is already being destroyed by COVID facing further backlash yeah. uh, against people who are boycotting their brand la. Yeah. so when I see arguments like that it feels also like okay uh, I, I prefer when you were trying to define the, the cancel culture boycott but the moment you bring that example to me his argument lost weight already yeah. like, from that
1: Yeah. And, uh, and a big part of it I mean, a lot of them saying that oh, cancel culture has existed all along is all the same but but there are really levels to this, how much of a boycott you do, right? Like you just take the example, you know, at one point in my life as a Chinese person, I, I go to Chinese weddings and I keep eating sharks fin at every Chinese wedding. At some point I decided I'm not gonna eat Chinese I'm not gonna eat shark's fin anymore. <laughs> so I go to weddings and then when it's served in front of me, I just don't eat it, like I leave it there. And that's that's my boycott. But do I go to like everyone else on the table, like fuck you, stop eating shark spin. fuck you, stop eating, and I'll stand at my table and start shouting at other tables? I don't like, you know. So there are levels to when you do a boycott, or so there are levels to it, lah. Like one is you don't eat it yourself and you just keep quiet, but and you let it, you let you know people see that other people are not eating, then they slowly make up their own mind about it, Or I could stand on a table and I could scream and shout at everyone to stop fucking eating shark spin. So there is definitely different levels to it, and I think what. Why, uh when Siash came out and talked about cancel culture, I I felt like it resonated with me because like yeah, there are I recognize that what she's going through now, um, especially including the fact that now technology is so easy to galvanize a big group of people, right? There is uh yeah. there are levels to this and this cancel culture thing is at a super high level of boycott that, you know, we yeah. uh, our brains are probably not even ready to absorb, right? And and deal with so no? then-
0: so then if it but okay, but if it prevents Syashwe from making more like tweets that or more posts that are like, divisive. Like, her posts are divisive. Okay, to clarify yeah. to anyone listening, I do not agree with, and I think what she did was terrible, okay? Yeah. I think someone even said, why don't I have the balls to call her out for the <laughs> bullshit? I never, I never fucking agreed that I agree with her post, like, fucking post 10 years ago, okay? Yeah. So, that, that fucking piece of shit who posted that, I don't know whether it's the one um who has zero followers, zero yeah. blah, blah, blah on Instagram, zero pictures, yeah. but... Um, it, it, like the it, okay, if it prevents Siashwa from doing that, because there's the argument, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might hurt now that you cancel, but if it stops them from doing more harmful stuff, isn't that a good thing?
1: Uh, I mean, but then there's the argument also. Then all the real racists and all that would just go underground, ah. And then you would you they, you know you'd just be they wouldn't be part of the conversation. They'll just be in their own echo chambers, just like oh my god, you see lah, we're really being silenced here. You know, we really got to fight these people everything and and I think there's a lot of what people said about what happened during the uh, when Trump got elected right there's a lot of people mm. who got pissed off with the fact that the kind of rhetoric Hillary was using you degenerates and shit like that like. She's, you know only degenerates support yeah. Trump that kind of thing and it drives people in the opposite direction huh? it makes them even more extreme so so that's yeah. the, the danger I, 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 I've been seeing huh, that someone like a friend or a mutual friend, I was just saying that, Oh yeah, I'm glad you spoke to Sia I haven't listened to the podcast, but yeah she's very articulate. Like I don't and I don't agree with her. I think essentially that's what Kate was saying. But even she um. got like, Do you stand by Raisha Khan? It was like really like <laughs> Do you like what do, the do, fuck?
0: Do, did you mean that? Did you mean that? Huh? Did you mean that? Yeah, no, so I guess I mean, I can see the benefits of cancel culture, but to me, it's a short-term solution. Mm-hmm. Sure, Xiaxue might not be able, might not even want to post anything racist or homophobic or, or anything now, which is great. Yeah. But for every Xiaxue, as yeah. much as people don't think there are people who agree with her, there are. Huh? Okay. And why cancel culture? I think is is terrible because I don't see it as the best approach to the problem we all know exists. Mm. Because mm. yeah, like like yeah, you should like I think someone even uh, kind of um. I don't know whether it was on our post or Elphine post, and I think uh, she did mention that, you know, a lot of people DM her silently. I yeah. think it was on one yeah. of our posts. True. And they said, huh, she got sta- status, man. Who the fuck would, would agree with her? Yo, stop living in your bubble, dude. Yeah. This is what has happened all around the world. Like, social media, if you are in your echo chamber, you are only seeing people who agree with you. And if you don't go outside of it, you will... It, it just doesn't bode well for society. And I think if we assume that we can cancel everyone who's a problem no yeah. there, for every person who is a, a problem or racist or anything in the public eye there are hundreds more who are not yeah. and if you cancel these people who are out there I just think it's it's gonna like what you said the the shit will still happen it might get worse we might just not see it in social media can you imagine if like Facebook now at some point becomes like oh you know uh, like everything everyone is equal but you walk out like there's still so much shit happening like, yeah, right
1: yeah. so it'd be it'd be so, terrible
0: yeah, but but I mean maybe we should just like put a thing like in our description of this podcast. We are not like fucking uh, right wing or like we are not just a label la. just just spend some time, listen to us, make your own opinions. Um I don't know whether we lost followers. I mean our subscribers on YouTube are just we are losing them by the day, la. like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> We are a failing think, channel uh, after last, a lot. Yeah.
0: Last year we were like hundred and thirty three thousand plus subscribers, yeah. now we're at hundred and thirty-two thousand so, maybe we are dying a slow death. We are dying a slow fucking death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, god damn. There was a, a lot that we, the, that we. I mean, there's still a lot more that we will address on Reddit. Wow, mm. But the comments are awesome, yeah. yeah. I think the reason why I'm taking so long to respond is because every time I read a comment, I'm like, okay, let me digest this. And then, boom, two more comments coming. I'm like, mm. fuck. I'm like... And I'm those like are the, responses
1: to the comment, right? That's the fun yeah. part. Yeah. That, that we see yeah. people actually discussing within themselves. And and I think that's a great thing, yeah. Huh? or no, not you. Yeah, agree or disagree. Awesome. So if you if you, if yeah, you awesome. really think Harish has no balls, please go ahead and just go on the Reddit and and say that one more time. Just so that you, Yeah. Yeah, you'll be you, you rounded up. But I the haven't respond. been
0: re- I haven't I haven't been responding, so maybe people really do think I have no
1: balls. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah, man. Maybe I really don't
0: have any balls. Yeah. God damn. Really clarify yeah. Just yeah. hiding behind this podcast mic.
1: Yeah. But but speaking of balls, yeah. <laughs> That's something that we also are discussing next in our Yeah. Uh, I mean in a Sorry.
0: In a re- yeah, it's, it's uh, is it a goofy topic of the week? I mean, compared to like mm. society, the breakdown of society and polarizing views that can never find a middle ground. This yeah. does feel like a goofy topic, la.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, would you like to give the rundown? Sure. It's the topic of Joanna thing and uh mm. and her video on uh gay pride where she basically this week uh there was a video that was making its rounds. Uh, that it, that was it was pulled out from uh, Instagram account uh, but it was a video of the influencer slash uh, actress, media corp actress. I think she's acted in some media corp stuff before. Joanna mm-hmm. Thang, um being part of a video that talks about that links gay pride to Satan, and uh, so she mm-hmm. appears with a slightly older lady in the video who talks about uh, how gay pride because gay pride. Is represent uh, LGBT community is represented by six colors in the rainbow in Gay Pride. So six is the number of Satan, and so you know, etc. etc. like it's a evil thing that f- is against God, which is seven and seven colors of rainbow and blah blah. And the distortion is not coincidence. It's a it's a mark of the devil and and homosexuality is a sin. La. all that like you know. So yeah. Uh, because of that, Joanna, thing, I think she has around like forty over thousand followers and everything. She's gotten mm. uh, flamed by people online saying, uh, you know, how can you do this? So this is like such hateful language to the LGBT community, and subsequently, the person who created that video, the uh, City Dot SG, right? I think it's a mm. it's an Instagram account. Uh, they uh, yeah. uh, they produced a video where. They said they want to take down that that particular uh, video, but they also addressed the. That means the other lady in the video addressed the um, the the whole problem la, and she said that yeah, you know, homosexuality is a sin. She used to be a member of the LGBTQ community, but now yeah. now she has found God and 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 she just wanted to share her thoughts and express uh, thoughts and feelings in the world la, And what's wrong with expressing? and feelings of the world, but they, she knows that some people have been offended, and and she apologised for that, lah, right? Yeah. So it was uh, Jamie Wong lah, the founder and director of the group City
0: Revival. Oh, her name is Jamie Wong, is it? Yeah. Okay, Jamie okay, Wong, got it, got it. Joanna Tang and Jamie Wong. So, yeah. what were your what were your thoughts? Uh? uh,
1: I mean, just I think we've talked about True .dot is before, right? True .dot and uh, I use a particular word on that on on the, the videos, videos which, made, yeah so this uh, yeah. this Jamie has appeared in the true love dot is video before now she tells her mm. story her back her backstory of uh when she came back from the u s to pursue a Christian woman that she loved, she got rejected, and you know she got rejected because that person told her homosexuality is a sin. Nah. and then mm. after that she got very angry and she promised to take down you know Christianity, but she ended up. Uh, apparently, learning a lot about Christianity and then becoming a very staunch Christian herself, and realizing that she did not need to act on her uh, human desires, Herges. yeah, mm. and she could, be, you know, be a child of God and everything, So, so, so she was basically like the Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise in the Last Samurai, Wow, the that movie is so long. <laughs> but I'm like, wait, Tom Cruise, Last Samurai. Hey, that movie. That
0: movie, I know, was shared a lot on because people were saying, oh, you know, it simplifies Japanese culture and samurai culture, which probably is the case, but it was like the Japanese version of Crazy Rich Asians, and it was fucking awesome, dude.
1: No, I remember it was fun to watch, but it had a lot of criticisms because it was a typical white guy rescue Oh yeah, yeah correct, story right. La, right? white savior complex. Yeah, oh, white yeah, savior yeah, complex. Yeah, yeah.
0: But if you if you can be ignorant for like two hours and uh. escape, it's a fucking good movie. Oh, okay. Then after that, you can be woke la. So you you go to sleep for
1: two hours. It's embarrassing uh, that it. a person of color like Harish Tilani is supporting white savior complex in a movie as, yeah, but, as uh, but, <laughs> but
0: but I'm I'm right wing one, right? Let's put that on record. <laughs> Harish Tilani
1: just. Just said it. <laughs> I am.
0: I am a right extreme right, uh, uh, right wing uh, commentator. Yes, uh, but, that is me.
1: But, but yeah yeah. So okay. Uh, yeah. I mean that we that basically yeah. She got rejected by a girl she loved, and somehow after that, she decided okay I'm going to renounce uh, being LGBTQ entirely, and mm. and you know just basically yeah like, renounce sex and everything and be with God lah, right. So. Mm. But this one was like Wow, this one was different though. This one was like just felt like Alex Jones level of like conspiracy theorizing like <laughs> la, where six colours of a rainbow equals to six six six, which is the number of the devil. So I mean it was just felt quite funny watching a you know, an influencer who usually posts about cupcakes and her boyfriends and stuff like that suddenly appear in this video that talks about six 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 as the devil and and, and all this, la. right? How yeah. what, what do you think it's about just, it when you saw it?
0: Someone said, actually, Joanne also has six letters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, okay. Honestly, I I cannot believe that someone who is 22 and has a following of 47.7K could not predict that a video like that would have received backlash. So mm. part of my mind, right, is that some ingenious... Oh, fuck, the camera battery ran out and damn it, I'm going to say something so brilliant. Um, So, never mind. So s- part of me thinks that some fucking ingenious person mm-hmm. has realized that the net benefit of posting something controversial is positive mm-hmm. and you might lose followers but because the internet allows anyone to find people who resonate with them, just post something that's polarizing. Mm-hmm. If, your, if your follower growth is uh, stagnating, right? Yeah. just go the polarizing route yeah. because she's 22. She has 47,000 followers. Definitely she has to be on social media unless she's in that much of an echo chamber. La how could she post this?
1: So you're saying, not- wait, let me clarify, you're saying that you believe that she might have uh, every intention to post this because she knows that it could it will polarise people but it will also help uh, raise the number of followers she has la. That's the cynical side of cynical, me lah. Okay, like, okay. and, I, and I wouldn't say it's her. Yeah. It's probably some entrepreneurial
0: agency dude or whatever who knows social media in the intricacies and has kind of like told her, okay, you post this, trust me, you might lose some followers but don't yeah, worry, yeah. you will gain some. And then, you will basically get a more active fan base, like yeah. Right.
1: Let's because tin- there will be people who agree with you. Yeah, let's want the tin foil hats for a while. Because yeah, the tin foil hat. Yeah, she actually. Really I mean, there's a lot of people who are calling for cancelling of her family's businesses, lah. So uh. she, her family actually runs a lot of uh, businesses that I think are quite openly, uh, quite openly Christian themed, uh, You know, um, yeah. I won't say what the name is and everything, cause I, I, I don't want to. I, I, in some ways, I also feel like I don't want to feed the fire of like cancel culture or that, all that lah. Mm. But but, uh, supposedly that that, you know, her family business does offer, uh, I don't know whether financing, but also like the, but they 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 offer like stuff like a meeting space, you know, for for this organization, City Revival SG, to meet mm. and stuff like that like So, uh, is there some bigger thing at play? Could there be? And and yeah, what is the maybe <laughs> Is there a link to true love.is because because of uh you know the fact that she appeared in the video and everything? I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, because I mean okay, like chances are if you run a church, right? Mm. Uh you probably know of other churches lah, right? Yeah. And you probably can see the backlash that true love.is videos get. Uh, but maybe you also see the supporter base that grows, you mm. know? And honestly, if you think think about Taking a page from uh, Narelle's uh, uh, illuminating insight into the belief that, okay, if someone's toxic, get them out of you. It's almost a way for followers who maybe want, who are very clear of the audience they want to build. They want to build a very religious, Christian, uh, uh, God-fearing audience. Why not let me do a purge and get rid of everyone who disagrees with me because the net-net, I'll get more followers who love me and who see me uh, as someone who voices their beliefs. Yeah.
1: And then this where this right. where like everything's takes a damn weird turn also because yeah. one of the posts that calls out this uh video also in the same post it tags Narel King and Ben King. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently the Kings are very good friends with the things. I don't I don't know what's the relation there, they, they rhyme but but apparently they're all good friends and they're imploring Narell who has spoken up for LGBTQ issues to uh, yeah lah, to talk to Joanna. Just Joanna. Joanna, right? Or Joanne? Joanne. Jo-an... Jay, j Jay Ting. Jay Ting lah, yeah. To talk to Joanna Ting and, and find out and talk to her about what's wrong lah. So, yeah lah, I mean, I, I mean, she's, I think... And I think she's Narelle really met, up, met up with like. her.
0: So she's a pers- So so Narelle met up with Joanne thing to talk to her. And then people are saying, oh, for Joanne, you can meet up. Siashua cannot. <laughs> then some people are saying, Narelle, Narelle, I think Narelle clarified like, she's actually my friend. Yeah. So it just feels like, unfortunately, I'm sorry, Narelle, I think you're in a tough spot, man. <laughs> yeah. You have uh, kind of dug a hole for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be, even if you have the wait, perfectly wait, 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 noble... Can you clarify
1: what you mean you dug a hole for yourself? Because
0: now... <laughs> Everything that she does in future for whatever cause yeah. will be tied to whatever she's done in the past. Yeah. And if it doesn't meet certain expectations that she's kind of set Wow, it's gonna be fucking hard, man. Wait, Which so
1: me, can I clarify? So you're saying that uh, because of let's like, say the way she responded to Xie, So people yeah. are gonna say, How come you're not responding that same way to Joanna yeah. Ting who said something equally who said something equally if not more divisive yeah. than, than what Siash said? Okay. That,
0: that's what people were saying that Shashwe said something and immediately you post without even contacting her, yeah, yeah. even though you had a number. But yeah. Joanne, thing you you meet, meet up <laughs> in person, and I think Narelle said that oh you know this is the first video that has gotten backlash while Shahrukh has a history of backlashes. and yeah. people are saying, does it matter if someone did ten years ago or are you are you giving uh, a different level if you have done one back video that's gotten backlash? Is it any better than doing ten years worth? Yeah. So I'm like, wow, yeah. fuck those kind of arguments. I don't even know how to answer yeah. and like. It's sad because like if people are are going to be like at, at people's necks, right, then the people who are trying to do good, yeah. even though it might not be consistent with what they did, they will just have to fight the backlash and in the end, less good is done and yeah. like, oh my God.
1: Yeah. So, so I think, yeah, in Ugh. this case, Narelle is doing what uh, any good friend would do, right? Like, yeah. if you see your good friend yeah. suddenly posting something crazy, you just, yeah. or they don't <laughs> agree with, you will privately message and hopefully meet up to talk about it, right? So that that's what yeah. friends do, right? <laughs> but cannot, 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 cannot. Narel now anytime that Narel know that someone who Norel
0: knows does something, Narel cannot talk to them. She just has to find the most incriminating picture of theirs from the past ten years, put it on Twitter, and then and then that will be the first step. Then you reach out. Yeah. yeah because yeah. Narel has said the president, like, and I and I feel bad that that is the president, but god damn. Yeah. So god damn. I
1: mean, I mean, uh, we we thought this was was interesting, like because obviously it is, uh, very polarizing, but uh. Uh, at the same time, yeah, la, because it's starting. It there is, to me like I see the elements of um a cancel culture mob coming forward again, and uh, it looks like there's a lot of people are calling for the cancellation of of Joanna thing like even though this is the first mm. time doing something wrong la. so it's mm. quite quite it's gonna be quite tragic la. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's still a developing case, I guess, because, mm. because the latest video by uh, uh, City Revival came 15 hours ago. But yeah. it was just interesting. Like The more I see of this still happening, just makes me a little sceptical.
1: Yeah, but I mean, uh, the, the, no no doubt about it, that the video itself uh, oh, yeah, was yeah, just really bothered. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's borderline like hate. Kind of speech. Is it, like. is it
0: disgusting? Is it disgusting?
1: I mean, it, uh, I wouldn't say it's disgusting, but it, it it incites. It may. I mean, it's a bit like just coming out with strange theories and to make one particular group of people feel like different from everyone else, like, or, or yeah, scare people. It's yeah. Like, I mean, the very ugly last time, like Mangali come and catch you, that kind of thing, like, Right? Is is that equivalent thing? Is like completely nonsensical and and everything, like
0: Even more so because Mangali is not even a fucking word, okay. <laughs>
1: It's just fucking yeah, yeah, correct, guessing. Correct. They want to say Bengali, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah or whatever yeah. Mankali. Yeah, yeah. like, what the fuck, yeah. I always,
1: I always, every time, like last time when when old people said that to me, I always was like, yeah, what, what, would do they? Don't lie. You, <laughs> you leave you leave
0: you, you believe it, asshole. Uh, I scared. No not just believe. I <laughs> scared. Sense. I go and hide no. under the table after that. Fuck off thing,
1: uh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the crazy times we're in, uh.
0: God damn. Woo! Yeah. So so yeah, that that's what has been occupying our headspace yeah we promise uh, we will get shuff- back
1: to, to more co- like responding to comments on Reddit as well because you know we've been yeah. quiet I know recently. we've been
0: saying that for a while I know we've been saying that for a while but yeah there's a yeah it's please keep the comments coming it always makes my, my heart smile when I see oh new messages new messages and then, we, we <laughs> do read it until you yeah. see the
1: messages about how Harish Tilani no person balls. of colour is like disgraceful yeah. <laughs> no balls yeah
0: okay lah so shall we just head on to the one shiok T-t-t-ting. Yes.
1: And what is okay, your uh, one shocking?
0: You, would you would you, would you like the, to start?
1: I mean, okay, I mean the the essential <laughs> shock thing that is uh coming up is that the the NBA is finally coming back after all this uh after this very long absence. And they're doing mm. it it's quite interesting. What they're doing is they're setting up a bubble around Orlando. Uh I think Disney mm. World, Disney World Because, ESPN owns uh, I mean ESPN and Disney uh, is owned by Disney anyway so they're setting yeah. up this bubble in Disney uh, Orlando where the players are all staying they're eating they're living and if you enter this bubble you cannot leave like, during the duration of the the remainder of the NBA season Yeah, so they're going to play out this entire season uh, not all teams are there only a, the select few teams that could have actually made it to the final the final uh, bracket the playoff brackets are there and with a mathematical mm. chance. And then so, uh, it's going to be very interesting. Like, it's going to be played without people. Uh, it's going to be LeBron James. A lot of people are saying that he, if he doesn't win this year, you know, he's going to turn, he's going to be really old after this and, and his chances won't be that great. Uh, and mm. yeah, like, and then there's a lot of intricate storylines where some people, because of like family issues, they had to leave the bubble and you don't know whether they'll be coming back. And then if they come back, they got to, you know, serve quarantine and stuff like that. So, so it's 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 really like, um, Feels like we're watching like a video game, like like Mortal Kombat or something. You know, like, like all these like sudden uh, surprises being thrown. But it's still the yeah. the beautiful game of basketball. we finally we'll finally see an Whoa. end to this season. That's pretty cool. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's starting July thirty first, I think. And the and mm. the games are all gonna be really awesome because it's most they've eliminated all the worst teams already. Now it's all the 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 better teams against each other. La. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And what is your right, one thing?
0: My one short thing is a person that I recently discovered called Adesanya. No, no oh. Adesanya.
1: <laughs> oh, he's oh, Israel Adesanya. This guy. Well, welcome oh, welcome Lord to Lord the, Lord Lord. the world of mixed martial arts.
0: Fuck in hell. Yeah, like he's a UFC fighter who I think I saw it because once in a while when I need a little perk me up, I watch like uh, highlights of like MMA fighters that are more showmanship. Like they're fucking good but they also yeah. have a certain element of showmanship. Yeah. So I watched, uh, and I looked up Anderson Silva highlights and yeah. I saw that he fought this guy Israel, Adesanya. Then I watched this guy. He's a like a one point nine three meter Nigerian born New Zealander mm-hmm. who fucking fights like fucking amazing. Like he was a kickboxing champion, right? And then like now I think he's undefeated in the MMA middleweight. He's a middleweight champion. He beat Anderson Silva, who admittedly yeah. wasn't in his prime. Yep. But what blows me away he's got showmanship, he's like Usain ball of MMA and he's mm. fucking good and I like the way he fights. Like I've never really been able to appreciate on the ground grappling even mm-hmm. though I know it's super technical it's like it's an art form on its own but what I like about Israel Adesanya is like watching like a a movie fight scene uh. you know he fights with like jabs and punches and like roundhouse yep. kicks and elbows holy shit
1: man it's very unconventional like, i would say quite bruce lee like i mean he yeah. he, he, he is very bruce lee esque uh, when you watch it yeah he's
0: fucking awesome and he does like that matrix you know come and get me kind of sign and yeah. like uh, it's 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 awesome man, like wow. And yeah. this guy is like charming and like he dances
1: and, and he's the cover moves, yeah. he's the cover athlete of uh, UFC four, the new video game coming out. Alongside Oh really, yeah? yeah, alongside Jorge Masvidal. I think two of them were basically the most exciting fighters in twenty nineteen, lah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, But can I just oh. burst
1: your bubble for a quick second? Okay, la. <laughs> Fuck la. you always do this, you no. Israel Adesanya's last fight against Yoel Romero was one of was I think collectively one of the most Boring, USC fights uh, championship fights ever la. oh yeah, is yeah, it yeah. so so it it, it it was basically because it was one of those crazy situations where one of the fighters just stands there like a rock and he didn't he refused to to move he just wanted to counter mm. Israel Adesanya so it was damn weird it was like you, you people were expecting like a gangbuster crazy fight but it ended up being like one guy just standing there waiting for the other guy to punch and then he really didn't move he just really stood there and then like and the whole fight there was five rounds of that and like by the end of it the crowd was booing is it? then who won? Israel Adesanya Adesanya. won but because of the it's one big part of of mixed martial arts that's interesting in that the style of the fighters actually is much more important than you know it's showmanship and all this kind of thing in the sense that Israel Adesanya didn't want to get countered by by uh, Yoel Romero, so he didn't dare to like rush in and and, and punch the heck out of him la. And so a lot of people criticized him for you know not having the balls to do it la.
0: <laughs> See, you could you could have you could have chose a better time to tell me that la. Like you say that first, and then I bring it up just saying like oh fuck you know he's fucking awesome blah blah. Now we end the podcast on that kind of shit note. But what is our podcast fuck called? No. What's the name of our podcast? Yeah. Yeah la.
1: but
0: <laughs> you know like sometimes I hold back questions I have or like points that I want to shit on for your fucking one joke thing but you never fail to fucking
1: do it no it's fine don't hold back don't hold back why hold back in because fact, it's it's a if to more, it's end more the like, podcast on a. I'd rather you be asking, we are questioning that rather than like, mm, 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 yeah, or interesting, no, it, interesting. It's a way to end the podcast <laughs> on a high, okay? It's a
0: fucking way. It's still a high, oh, it's it. still a high. It's a one shot thing. Okay, go and but, check him
1: out, yeah. Go and check yeah,
0: him Yeah, yeah, he's fucking good. He's fucking good, okay? Like, just. You, you, didn't you just say that people should not be labeled or based on their last action? Exactly. He had yeah, like 18 yeah. amazing fights, okay? His 19th fight, boring. Yeah. Yeah, no, but his next so, one, so his next one,
1: I promise will be very exciting. The next one, I'm pretty that's sure. That's what Paul Costa. Yeah, it? yeah. That guy is a. Uh, that guy is not going to wait for Israel Adesanya to to come for him. He's oh, gonna go all the. Yeah. that Yeah. The guy is a monster. Imagine Ronaldo with like, with like big muscles. Uh. that's what Paula Costa looks like. Uh. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, man. So awesome, he's awesome. like a real awesome. gangster. It's gonna be a very epic fight. Uh. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay, We still end up on a good note. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry for our bursting. We will talk to y'all soon. Shut up, bro. Your shut, up thing. shut up, I know because some up.
1: people actually tell us they love our one things and somehow, like some. but if it's like, there is a yalabak moment, I just got to... Okay, okay yeah. you got your last word in, okay?
0: Alright. <laughs> See ya. <All> right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye.